Uh, let me one second just pull up my shit here. We're recording. Doesn't mean the show started. Yeah. Until you hear the theme song, which you won't. <laughs> uh... All right. Welcome to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Yes, we are not the first and probably not the best to do it, but we might be. So basically, we'll get into it in a second, but there's more music on the way. There's a massive tour on the way. Green Day is active again after several years of, I don't know, just sort of several albums that are just kind of mad. Yeah. And it feels like they're, we're getting back to some basics here. So we needed to get together. Me, Chris Brady Denton, Green Day fan, <laughs> and my cousin. That's right. We brought family into this. Mm-hmm. Colin. Colin Brady. What's your What's your middle initial? Oh, uh, Colin M.W. Brady. M.W.? I know. I know. I'm really overcompensating what? for a lot there. Yeah. What's that even mean? Oh, Matthew Watson. Marion Weather? <laughs> Mary what? Weather. That's what I should go with. Yeah. It's middle name, not middle names. <laughs> are we are we ready? We are redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Um meaning that, you know, these shows exist. I know this. I'm not blind. My ears are not deaf. Right. Yeah. Okay? I know that there's a million shows, including ones about Green Day, where you, you shoot the shit, you listen to Green Day tracks, and you evaluate them with a friend. But here's what I've also noticed, is that you come for the band, you come for the music, but you stay for the friendship <laughs> and the personalities and the fun adventures and, you, and for what it feels like to have friends. Because it's you don't have any friends yeah, and you it's, listen it's hard and you to go, feel these are nowadays. my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when we learn something like your middle name, M W Marion Weather, aka Matthew Watson, we feel like we're getting to know you, and people are enjoying that relationship. So this podcast is about Green Day, but in another way, a much deeper way, it's about the human experience. Wow, that is so deep and so touching. Thank you for that, Chris. You know what? I really put myself out there for a second. I feel like you're fucking mocking me, but whatever. <laughs> a little that, bit. But, like, you're right. You're right. Honestly, though, you are Marion right, Weather, yeah. you son of a bitch. <sighs> so, Colin? Yeah. I know it sounds like we're in the same room. I know it sounds like we got in a professional podcast studio and have just been kind of rocking it out. But that's not exactly the truth, is it? No. Um, I'm... How are things in Seattle? Yeah. Um, they're good. They're good, you know? Uh Settling into my new job, you know, looking for a new apartment, doing doing normal sort of boring life oh shit, you know. Yeah, it is so. I was about to say you could. That was so fucking boring. Oh my god, damn, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, speaking of, then how are things in LA? Things are really good. It's uh, well, it's still generally like eighty to ninety degrees a day. God, I'm jealous. Um, and the leaves have not changed, and there's something about that makes me go, ah, the autumn. <laughs> Fall has flung, uh, and I am enamored with the city I live in as she changes through nature's great majesty. Anyways, uh, you know, that was probably 
cut that. It was fucking lame. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was what we, people are really here to talk about is uh, the band effing GD, Green Day. And one thing that's really important in all these podcasts is to have a base line of who... Why are we experts? Why is it that it's us talking about it? Mm-hmm. And we are. These we are experts. Nose. There's no Kid. question. We are experts, and we are talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And spoiler alert, we're not experts. We're just talking about it. <laughs> but that's okay. That's what's so fun about this is that we get to represent our generation of Green Day fans. Mm-hmm. We're into eyeliner Green Day. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that's an older fans. American Idiot era. Will cringe. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. We are American Idiot era Green Day fans. And I'm not still totally sure that American Idiot era Green Day fans are in the minority either, though, you know. But that's the thing. It's like, so I'll hear all these other, uh, quote unquote, original Green Day podcasts, and they'll be talking about freaking Dookie Mm -hmm. and when they were like about to get married and Dookie came out or like when they were entering the retirement home and Kerplunk came out. They're like old ass people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they grew up as the shit was coming out. And for me, I'm like, dude, I was fucking two when that album I came know. out. I don't even have a frame of reference for it. Years later, I caught up after American Idiot came out in 2004, really landed in 2005, blew everyone's fucking minds. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the case with a lot of 90s albums, honestly. I find myself like really digging that decade in general. But, you know, like you said, I was zero or two, you know, most of the time. So it's it's just a, it's a strange thing to like look back on a on a time that you weren't really there for but with such fondness too almost it's like it's like nostalgia for something you've never been a part of What music were you listening to when you were zero? When I was zero? Shit. Yeah. Uh, you know the Beatles probably. You know my dad, yeah. Probably oh, almost shit. certainly the That's Beatles. True, just dude. straight Beatles. No, you're right cuz that is like standards mm-hmm. and when you're zero Mm-hmm. You're just you don't you don't know much. Yeah. You just know the standards. You're like, look, I listen to Beethoven and the Beatles. I <laughs> Beethoven and zero. Wow. I haven't had time to have my alternative fix. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I will say, I will say, I really didn't listen to much mu- like modern music at all until uh, I moved back to the states and you introduced me to uh, Green Day. Like that was actually the first. I'm almost really? certain that's the first modern group I like really got into. Yeah, yeah. What a sweet story. Well, tell yeah. him you've actually had a very, uh, despite how boring you are when you talk, you've had a very interesting so life. True. Yeah, I'm so boring. Um, what What happened? Uh, yeah, talk about I, your childhood I, a second because you were all over. <laughs> yeah, I lived overseas um, until I was, oh man, like ten or eleven, I think. Yeah, um, his parents and, signed him up for the army. Yeah, in the army. Yeah, I had to go overseas. <laughs> No, my dad. Back. My dad's pretty much as far from that as you can imagine. Um, anyway, yeah, we moved around a lot. We lived uh, in a few strange places: Malawi, and Bolivia, and Nepal. Um, and I think I grew up just listening to my dad's music until I moved back. You know, probably ten or eleven, like I was saying. And uh, I was good friends with Chris, and he introduced me to a lot of great music at the time. And I think Green Day was was almost certainly the first one. I think like holiday. I just I had like really got off on that song and uh, did we bo- did we both masturbate to that song oh, for the first yeah, time? Yeah, and I'm not even ashamed of it. You know, of course. No, I got off on holiday. <laughs> oh my god, uh, yes. Um, well, that's a sweet story. Did you not? Did I, you not realize I, yeah. that actually? No, I didn't realize oh, that. Actually, that's so funny. Yeah, that's so. It's, I really it's very shameful it. yeah, that I happened to ask you to do this show because i actually had no i didn't i thought we both came to it in the same way that all young boys and girls came to it 
uh, at that time was just like it was everywhere. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, Boulevard, Bro- Boulevard of the Broken, uh, the Dreams was a uh, was on yeah eight weeks on number one. Yeah. Something. it was on repeat. I'll, I'll everywhere. get that number exact, but it was yeah, it was. Yeah. And imagine a guitar-led song like that being on top of the charts for like two months I today. I know, that it's would never happen. Unthinkable. I don't know the last time a yeah. rock song was like even in the top ten. Like a true, yeah, a true rock song, is, you know? What is rock and roll That's a good even question, anymore? actually, yeah. Imagine Dragons, uh, Mumford & Sons, Coldplay, like oh, throw a freaking on. synth on it, and it's a big old pop song. Maroon 5, don't even get me Come started. Come on, who is saying that is a rock song? Anyways, welcome back to Redundant, the totally original podcast about Green Day. Not that you asked, Colin. Mm-hmm. You should have, but not that you did. My first exposure to Green Day. Oh, yes. I'm so um, sorry. I, I am so wrapped up in my own thing. Yes. What is yours? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Wow. Oh, what an organic conversation <laughs> this is, and I love it. Um, how did I... Huh. Well, you know, I hadn't even really thought about it. How did I get into Green Day? Huh. Shoot. Oh, man. Well, I guess like most little young boys and girls who were born in the uh, mid to early 90s, I came up uh, probably similar to the Beatles. I would hear Basket Case and think that's a standard song. Like that song is as old as time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just been out. Same thing with like When I Come Around Mm. and... uh, Maybe even Brain Stew or just certain songs that I would hear on the local alternative station that my dad or mom would play in the car Mm -hmm. are just baked into my brain where there's I'll have to learn years later still that certain songs are from the 90s. And I I, because I just assumed they were like classic rock because it all it all when you're so young, it all feels the same to you. Like music is just music. and It's just it was rock, rock music. Wow. There's something so pure about that, man. It was something yeah. pure about it, absolutely. And so you'd listen to like Goo Goo Dolls Iris and be like, This is classic rock and then and then and then fucking basket case would come on next and you'd feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And that's that's that was a nice feeling. And to this day, soft spot for the Goo Goos. Shout out. You guys keep it up. <laughs> New singles have not been great, but Goo Goo Dolls Best of is I think one of the great albums of all time. Gosh. Wow. I got a best that a of listen. band. One good album, it's their best album. Okay. Maybe similar to you, my very first physical CD that I had, mm-hmm. besides a Dixie Chick CD my mom had got me, but I don't like to talk about that. <laughs> my first physical CD was American Idiot. And you went it, you went out and, and bought it, that yourself or what'd you do? Well, what happened was, and maybe you remember this mm. or maybe not, but they performed at the Grammys. Green Day came out and he was wearing the eyeliner and the red tie and the black shirt and just rocking out and they did american idiot it was the first time i believe they'd done it live like on a national stage Mm -hmm. and it just it's still one of my favorite concert like live music performance videos well shit i I don't think i've seen that i should i should definitely check that out oh well i'm gonna send that to you okay yeah you need to see that because that was my first time i saw green day and both my sister and i were like what (laughs) uh and and then basically as i said yeah then we got the cd Mm -hmm. after that and it was and 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 my i think my mom got it for me as a my a birthday gift or a Christmas gift. It was one of those. It was like that next holiday, wow. whatever it was. You must have got it really, for me as a gift. You must have really like talked your mom into it because that does not seem the type I, of thing no, she no, would buy. Exact, you know, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is that she <laughs> didn't know what she was getting into. Oh, she didn't realize. But uh, 
yeah and then and then from there it was just it was every everything is green day and i would wear i mean in sixth grade i would try to dress like billy joe all my clothes i bought like i tried to be he like fully led me in my gothy emo phase mm -hmm. where like i would wear eyeliner if i could i would paint my nails if i could yeah like I, when i say i could i mean like many moms would my mom would be like don't do this yeah <laughs> um she's like i'm all about free expression i want it but don't do this um you look like a tool and Shit. i dyed my hair black Shit. yeah yeah that. i can attest to that, that. <laughs> you definitely went through a, a serious uh pretty long actually goth phase i gotta say very and, and like, i would no, dye my like, through high school were, i dye my hair like, dark you didn't act like an asshole but uh but yeah, the look was was very on point with with Billy Joe. That's the nicest thing you could say to me. <laughs> um, you looked like a goth piece of shit, but you weren't an asshole. That's all I want to hear because to this, that's the fucked up part. Is to this day, if it was socially acceptable, I would probably wear skinny black jeans, black shirt, red tie. Wow, I respect that. Jet black dyed hair. I, I that's tight. That's tight. Well, just just do it. You know, fuck fuck what the haters say. Just do it. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have a career to worry about nowadays. The haters, the haters had a few points. Yeah, fair enough. It's, it's burned into me, and I love it. And for me, like I think that heroin look is so cool. Yeah. I think it's the coolest thing. <laughs> I'm envious that I don't naturally have it. Um, like I just want what? pale skin. Oh, like, pale like, skin. Okay. Like flat ironed, mm -hmm. flat ironed black Constantly, hair. Constantly like sunken and, like, eyes gaunt. and. Gaunt features, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, and I'm just a, I'm just a curly-headed fuck. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, we're both of a certain generation mm -hmm. of Green Day fan. We've strongly established that. Mm -hmm. We likely had a Lincoln Park song following a Green Day song, and I'm sorry, but that's just how things were at the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not apologizing for it. You know, they, they both made some. It good was music. a different. Time. It was a different time, and you know, I I still enjoy it too. You know, there's no reason there's no reason to act like you dislike something if it if it just sounds nice. You know, that's all it comes. If down it sounds to. nice, there's no reason to act like you dislike. Yeah, something. yeah. I don't know if nice is the right adjective actually, but it, but yeah. No, I like that. If it sounds nice, there's no reason. Yeah. To act like you dislike something. I agree. And the latest Green Day news, and the reason we're doing this is they suddenly, and it was a sign, I texted you, I said, this is the sign we've been waiting for, is Green Day announced a new album, released a new single, and announced a massive tour for this next summer. You know, I went from, from 6 to, to 12 on this one. You know, that got me excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just a a triple band uh, major. You know, I think just U.S. tour, or is it inter international as well? Oh, it's international. Baby. It's international. Okay, and this is with uh, Fall Out Boy and Weezer, actually. Another two bands who are you know been pretty important, I think, in my my musical uh, chronology as well. And but only new stuff for Fall Out Boy, right? What's that? We only we only like the new Fall Out Boy. New Fall Out Boy. <laughs> I don't know about that. How much did you pay for your tickets? I did not get tickets. I'm sorry. What? I don't even... How much are they? How much are they? Are they even going to Seattle? 
Yes. Oh shit. Okay. Did I'll... you even look at the? Di- Are you even a Green Day fan? What's looked, going on I looked, here? I like skimmed oh over it. I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, Hello, Megator. We got our tickets. We're very excited. It's for next summer. It's gonna be in Dodger Stadium. Billy Joe Armstrong, Mike Dirt on bass, and Trey Coolonia filling in on the backbeats, uh, filling up and playing for the entire Dodger Stadium. Yeah. That is and super exciting. I love Weezer. Ride or die for Weezer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Fall Out Boy is okay, but it is, honestly, it's a Green Day show, if you ask me. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they've got two fucking killer openers, and then it's a Green Day show. Yeah. They released the new single, Father of All, with a new video. It's interesting. And that's cool. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. It's growing well, on me. The more I listen to it, the yeah, more I'm into it. Yeah. I, I think what we'll talk thoughts? about that later, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I I think it's it's grown on me a little bit too. Actually, I I really didn't like it right at first, and I think Billy wrote a little a uh, sort of a diatribe like in the comment area of the video on YouTube. That's just yes, it's just sort did. of ranty, yeah, it was ranty and embarrassing, a little cringy. Yeah, and like yeah, mm. with Green Day, I feel sort of like a almost a family relationship, and so when you see someone like talk like that, you feel a little embarrassed personally because you're like connected to them, you know. Definitely. Um, no, that's well put. Uh, so yeah, I'm still with Billy. It's like still, Billy's, still with... Billy's your drunk uncle. Yeah, and he's just always yeah, the wagon. The and he's like, that uncle the... Billy, uh, uncle Billy Joe. He's just doing his thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. The more I listen to it, I definitely, I've, I've slowly, slowly, it's slowly grown on me for sure. Um, so I'm excited. See, you know, man. I'm, I'm excited to, high. to hear the rest I like of the it. album. I, I, I like it when Billy does falsetto. Mm-hmm. I'm actually into it. I think he's got a very good voice, and um, and I like seeing him kind of like. I was joking that like the Broadway rubbed off on him, mm-hmm. but I also kind of like that. I like that he's pushing himself vocally. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, agree. He's writing a very dancey song. Yeah. Um, Father of All is the single. It was uh, made the top ten on the alternative chart, which is cool. Uh, which gives Green Day currently 23 top tens. Um, and that ties you two for the third most top tens in the charts, 31 year history, according to this thing I found. Wow. So it was a history maker for them as in that they tied to be third place. <laughs> I mean, that's still pretty it's good. Still very it's, cool. It sounds lame, oh, but very that, is, good. that is impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw the secret, the video of the secret show at the whiskey when they, the whiskey go, go in LA, when they announced the tour, it was Weezer, then Fall Out Boy, then Green Day on a very small stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have gone, but it was first come, first serve, and that basically means don't go. Yeah. It was it was good. They sounded really good. They played Father of All twice, oh. which I thought was pushy. Yeah. I don't know how I Billy feel about Billy was like, that. that's a damn good song. That song's too short. Do you want to hear it again? Oh, so it was back to back? It wasn't even like spread? Yeah, that's exactly right. Oof. And then everyone was like, yeah. And then they played it like a... I don't think they played the full version the second time. They played like, a, like up to the chorus or something, but it was... Eh. They're they're stoked on the single for sure. Yeah, I, there's um, not many songs I think warrant that that level of like anyone's songs, not just Green Day. No, oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. So basically, there's a lot more Green Day news to come mm-hmm. every week. We're gonna if something happens, we're, we want to talk about mm-hmm. it. But but yeah, so we'll just keep that up. Yeah. Uh, essentially, let's get to the meat of the matter. Even though it's probably been like two hours already. Mm-hmm. Album of the week is our album of the week. Hell yeah. Album of the week. 1039 smoothed out slappy hours which is really a compilation of an album and a couple EPs I believe right you believe and you goddamn know it <laughs> can we 
like let's establish it. This is like a Green Day cliche. Mm-hmm. Let's let we should have a we should have a section called uh, fan cliches. Fan cliches. Fan cliches. Mm. This is a cliche of a fan. I was trying to say it in like a not like hey I know this shit type of way, you know. But now yeah now I no see. It's, that's exactly yeah. right. No, you were trying to say it in a way that wasn't a fan cliche. You're trying to be like nice about it. It's yeah, it is. It's an oddity this album, and I and this is the big thing I wanted to talk about uh, when it comes to. We'll, we'll go through it track by track. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna do some quick facts overall, and then we'll go through it track by track, um, and then we'll kind of have our final thoughts at the end. Yeah. In '89, they did a thousand hours, which was their their first EP extended play, and they were named Sweet Children initially. This is another fan cliche. <laughs> Did you know there were no sweet children? Did you know Radiohead was on a Friday? Yes, I know. Get out of my face. How did you get into my house? They basically, there was another local band named uh, Sweet Baby was the name. And they thought Sweet Children, Sweet Baby, that's too similar. So they switched their name to Green Day. And this is, quote, due to the members' fondness for cannabis. Yeah. And I I just watched a video where Billy Joe said exactly that to... To like Bill Maher or something. What do you say? It's like, yeah, we just really love smoking weed all day, you know. Well, here, do you want to hear? A, uh, here's another fan cliche from elementary school. Mm. This is what ki- I'd say. I love American Idiot, and you know what they'd say? They'd say, "Well, you know what Green Day means, don't you?" Oh God. <laughs> and what does it mean, Colin? Oh, it's just a day where you spend like literally all day just smoking weed and really not really doing anything else. It, literally all day. Literally all day. Just smoking weed, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was. I've been a there. Green you know, it's not. Day. It's not the worst, but <laughs> definitely should hey, it's be. It's not the worst. Should be uh, uh, un- ah, uncommon occurrence, be, maybe. That should be on Green Day's albums. Green Day. <laughs> it's not the worst. <laughs> uh, hey, Lookout released Green Day's studio album Thirty Nine Slash Smooth in early nineteen ninety, and then in ninety one, mm-hmm. Thirty Nine Smooth under the name. 1,000, mm-hmm. 39, smoothed out Slappy Hours and added songs from the band's first two EPs, Slappy and 1,000 Hours. So you, this album is essentially about four things thrown together. Mm-hmm. And I think you can tell. My big, I started listening, re-listening to this this week because I, I think like all American Idiot generation fans, we heard American Idiot and then we went sort of going backwards. Exactly. That's exactly what I did. I think I think I heard American Idiot, and then I started from the beginning once I got really into them. So I did probably hear this right after American Idiot, but um, I don't think I don't think it really left an impression on me for for years. Yeah, well, because it's by far the least remarkable. Exactly. And, yeah, um, it's not bad. It's just it's just kind of bland. Maybe is the word. It's not bad. I think it lays the foundation for what is to come. Yeah. Like it is a perfect thesis statement for what is Green Day. Mm-hmm. Which I really like. Agreed, I think they, yeah. Yeah. their voice is clear, and it's mostly really good. And I was I was starting to be like, why isn't this remembered? Like the Blue Album, why isn't this recalled as like a classic mm, yeah. first album of theirs? I, I just started to be like, this is so good. These songs are tight. Yeah. The recording style, which sounds all lo-fi and shit, actually's come around. Mm-hmm. It sounds. It's aged probably better than a lot of their later albums True, have, especially yeah. the more recent ones mm-hmm. that sound too polished. Yeah. I was like, wow, 
this sounds like really this to me is original punk yeah which is such a stupid thing to say but to me i'm like this is sex pistols this is the clash this is a this is some og shit right here because yeah. to me it is and it's an interesting interesting comparison to say uh with the blue album weezer's blue album um because i think yeah i think they're comparable in terms of like like you said thesis statements of the band you know what they're really about and i think this is the difference is that blue album yeah is a peak that weezer has yet to match oh. like it's the best they've ever been I actually, and i love weezer. i actually uh, like it, pinkerton more but well, God bless you then. Oh, you're so fucking Do you cool. do you hate Jesus. Oh, we you, talked about this. I forgot. Pinkerton yeah. kids. But Green Day, the, this album kind of ma- writing their thesis statement knowing that it's they're only going to improve mm-hmm. upon it. I feel like Weezer like wrote their entire dissertation. <laughs> the big issue with this album of course is I feel like if they it was just 39 smooth and some of Slappy, mm-hmm. it could be a, like a masterful album. I think the problem is it does not hold together as an album. It's too long. Yeah. Just too much wasted material. Yeah, yeah it's I, not a I cohesive feel ex- album. I feel exactly the same way. I, I listened to 39 Smooth first, actually. Um, and I really enjoyed 39 Smooth. You know, I listened to it probably five or six times this week. And then I got to Slappy and A Thousand Hours. I listened to both of those. And I just... They're pretty much the same quality, you know, really, as, as 39 Smooth. But, like, they're just the same thing, too. So... Mm-hmm. It did seem a little unnecessary to throw it all into one thing. I think Thirty Nine Smooth by itself would be a, would be a pretty darn good album. And it's like long enough. Exactly. They had it's enough ten songs. songs. Yeah. Why did you have to make it too long? Of yeah. An album. Why did you have to make it a thousand Thirty Nine Smooth Out Slappy Hours? That is a lot of hours. Who wants to spend that oh. much time? Damn, you dude. Know? I never thought of it. You're right. But that's that's what they're saying. <laughs> that's how many hours they spent on the show. Oh my god. A thousand and thirty nine. Well, yeah, you know what and, they say. And hey, they're... hey, hey, guy, they weren't easy hours. Okay, mm-hmm. they were. Smoothed they weren't out, uh, slappy ones. Bumpy and then peaceful. <laughs> they choppy. were smoothed out and then slappy. Yes. They were choppy, <laughs> slappy hours. Should we jump into the album? Yeah, let's do it. I think we should just dive in. It is so long, so let's just get into it. Mm-hmm. So we start off with thirty nine smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, first song. <laughs> So this is at the library. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a classic Green Day riff. It's a, like I don't know. Yeah, the intro is pretty straightforward. It's good. A lot of their songs, I feel like, have this sort of guitar. I riff. feel like we just we just got to get to the verse and then the chorus, and that's all. And then we can get out of here. We seem to like that's cool. see that. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that he does a lot of like cool. strange riffs like that. That's sort of fun. See, and like that's the thing. Billy sounds this like this is Green Day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think it's a cool verse. There, he's obviously it's kind of made all lo-fi, but mm-hmm. all the ingredients are there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it is it's quintessential Green Day for sure. That's at the library. Um, yeah, I, it's it's fine. I, I I don't feel strongly about that song, but I don't dislike it. I think it's a, a solid Green Day song. Yeah, I think it's that's good. One thing to add, I should have, is that this is the only album longtime fans will know that uh, does not have Mr. Trey Cool on the old pigskins back there. It's got John Kiffmeyer, uh, was their original drummer, mm-hmm. only for this album. And then he left to go to college. Oh, I was just going to ask. 
Yeah. It was fun making this album during the summer, guys. Let's all go to college. And they're like, we're not going to college. We're in a band. And he's <laughs> like, oh, shit. Boy, okay. that dude has got to be kicking himself now. Well, here's what happened. He's like, well, I'm going to, uh, okay, well, I'm going to come back Christmas break and we can play then, right? And they were like, yeah, sure. We'll just get a, a someone to fill in during that time. Mm-hmm. They found someone named Trey Cool to fill in. And when John came back, they were like, hey, so this guy's name's Trey Cool. Like, we're, we're obviously keeping him. His last name's Cool. <laughs> and... And apparently John took it gracefully. That's good. This album has nearly gone platinum. That's insane. Off of, uh, just Green Day's legacy. Right. No, let's be honest. No one's buying it um, necessarily because they love it so much. Yeah. They love what comes they after. They like Green Day, yeah. I was going to say, right. like, if, if they had not, you know, had Dookie and, and American Idiot after this, there's zero chance they would have reached like a tenth of that. Probably. Apparently, after Dookie, the sales for this spiked from like three thousand to like fifty-five thousand. Wow. So yeah, and but I'm just wondering how much John gets off of this almost platinum album mm-hmm. that he drummed on, if if that's enough for him. I hope, you know, yeah, I hope he's happy. Yeah. Um, he yeah, sounds like he's he's a cool guy, mm-hmm. and good for him for at least getting in on this one album. And the drumming sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as, as a on. drummer yourself, what do you think? If, uh, like, comparison. Wise? I'm not really a drummer at all. Oh, come um, on. Not really. Seriously, though. Um, but, and, and we should say to, maybe I'll add this in somewhere else, but yeah, we, we play guitar a little bit. You're better guitar than I am. No. But we, uh. I, don't, I don't really know about music very much. Oh. Uh, like theory and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But I just, I know what my, my taste in music is, is very much, and probably the type of music I like to play mm-hmm. is very much influenced just by knowing a little bit of guitar, a mm-hmm. little bit of piano, a little bit of drums. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's the perfect amount if you like Green Day. You can, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> I was fine. just going to say, that sounds like Billy Joe. I, I read that he doesn't even read music. So, yeah, let's go to the, let's, let's hop on the next one. Yeah. Um, what do we got here? Uh, don't Leave Me. Pretty much the same guitar intro. Yeah, they have this, but I actually like this. I like this song more. Oh, you do? I think this song slaps a bit more. Why is that? They've got... Well, there's an aggression to his vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just feels like it's kind of... Meh, it's kind of pouring out of him. Yeah, yeah. I really... I don't know. There's just... there's To me, this... Uh, and it's like the chorus is stupid. Mm-hmm. This isn't very good. But I, I but feel I like don't know there's why. like an I urgency like it. to his uh, It's his more singing. immediate. Yeah, yeah. Should we go through the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Three, two, one, I was there. This is I was there. Off 1039 smoothed out slappy mm-hmm. hours. Oh, I don't know what it is. Bit. I know this guitar intro is pretty much the same still, but I like this one a lot more. And the, the intro of the drums there? Yeah. There's something a little catchy about that. There's there's something a little catchy about this one, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, you can just start to see where where their hooks are gonna be coming in in the future. One big thing to like, I think, keep in mind that is impressive and also makes this album not as good mm-hmm. uh, is that they were uh, 14, 15, 16 at the time of writing a lot of these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanna make it last. I wanna. Like, and you know what? This this gets caught in my head. I'll be honest. What's up? <laughs> what <the fuck> is that? 
Are you doing a seance there? Oh yeah. That this is I was there. Um, I I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. I really like it too. Um, and actually, a sort of interesting note: the lyrics on this one were written by um, what's his name, John Kiffmeyer. That drummer who... Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. So I think yeah. this is one of the few songs that wasn't actually written by Billy. Or, I mean, the lyrics weren't. Dude, good for... Uh, dude, I hope this gets him... This got him, like, a nice house by the bay or yeah, something. Yeah, I hope so, too. Because I will say this is, like, very obviously a differently presented song than the rest of the album, you know? It's a, le- a lot less, like, fixated on, uh, like, lovelorn feelings and shit like that, you know? It's more just looking back on time and all that. But it's also kind of weird, like you were saying, they're 15, 16, and they're looking back on, like, history, like they're, you know, some old folks. Like there's some old folks or something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's 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 really annoying to have a 16-year-old wax poetic at you. Mm-hmm. So, like, this revisiting this album this time, it was the first time I was really struck by that feeling of uh, being at an age now where I'm like, if a 16-year-old told me something seriously, I'd be like, what? The, shut the fuck up. What do you know? <laughs> I know you don't know. This is it's important to remember that a, a lot of these songs are them pretending that they're older than they are and then the other half are like I just discovered masturbating. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they're just it's about lying in bed and jerking it. Yeah. And, yeah. And jerking and which you definitely know, shows its face in some of, some of Green Day's songs. You know, let's hit this next song, Disappearing Boy. Okay. From the like pre these prepubescent boys. <laughs> and it's going. This is a good opening riff. It is, yeah. And it kicks in here. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. I think this is a good one. I think it's one of the better ones. I, yeah, I agree. And I think Billy knows that. I, um, I think you're actually, right, because he's played it live. I was since. just going to say, we, we saw this together in uh, San Diego, I think, right? Um, That's right. Yes, years sir. ago, like a decade or more, probably crazy and uh billy definitely he introduced it pretty well he definitely seemed to have like a bit of nostalgia for this song i think so i think they do have a good uh eye or ear for uh picking out which songs to kind of memorialize i think the (laughs) next three are really good i agree i think i think four five six are, are my favorites on this album overall yeah um that's disappearing boy he's uh yeah Billy's just trying to identify with himself. These are all a lot of high school feelings that he's having. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that's cool. It's not like nowadays when he's writing about stuff and you're like, oh, do you want to spin the bottle? And you're like, Billy Joe, you're a fucking 40 year old man. I know. It's so I don't want to, no one's spinning the bottle with you. I know. But at this time, he's singing very genuinely about a lot of things yeah. that were just very real uh, in his mind right now, just yeah. getting through high school. It's really heartfelt. Not going to college. Smoking weed for the first time, mm-hmm. jerking it all over your bed, <laughs> and you know that they're, they're he's exploring this territory, and he is in that territory. Yeah. So there's, yeah. it is authentic. In that I agree. Way. I, I think it's really genuine. I really appreciate that. And just an aside, I will say it reminds me of Pinkerton actually a little bit because that's why I really like Pinkerton. It's the same thing. It just feels very like he's not trying to like put on a facade at all, you know. And I and I felt the same way with this album. But you Pinkerton kids. Speaking of feeling the same for this album, they're feeling the same for this track title and band name. This is Green Day by Green Day. <laughs> and is that a bong rip at the beginning? That's what I was just thinking. What is that? I didn't, I think I didn't notice that this is about, now, actually. This is about smoking weed, I think, right? This is about oh their namesake. God, it's like, right. That is so funny. 
That's definitely a bar. Because this is, yeah, because they're Green Day. This is Green Day, and I think that is hilarious. You this know, is good. Funny. This I is had, cool. I had this class in college where uh, it was called like DX Arts, and it was just like making, and not even songs, but just musical pieces that didn't even really have to have rhythm or anything. And I made an effort to put a bong rip in every single one of my pieces. And I would oh just God. I would just add effects the whole time and my, my teacher never Little figured it edgelord. out. Lord, oh my goodness. <laughs> and then on the last piece, I just unedited it through it in there. Well, you and Billy would have a lot to talk about, man. I know, man. I know. I feel like when when we have him on, you guys can talk about that. Well at least Billy yeah. at this time, maybe. I don't know. That's Green Day, and I, dude, I think that's just about. I, for one, I think it's really cool. I love Mike and the backing vocals, but I think uh, this song's just about ripping a fat bong and being high all day and being. Hell like, yeah, yeah. Hey, what would happen if what would happen if I jerked it? Uh, <laughs> I like I like I, the line this, about the insects. Did you see that? There's oh, what's some, the line? There's this line about like how insects are really interesting and like. It's just about, you know, being high and how normal things are, are suddenly really strange. Oh, dude. He's just 420 blazing it. He's out of his mind looking yeah. at bugs. <laughs> just being like, is this music? Is this a lyric? This next song? Uh, uh, you pronounce it. Uh, I I thought it was going to Pasolacqua. Damn it. That was pretty good. What would you say? I would say going to Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Pasalacqua is what I landed on. You and 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 up next we've got Going to Pasalacqua. Going to penis. Here we go Oh so good. So good. Uh, yeah. here's, here's what I love about this song. It's the you said it's the first Green Day song with a proper hook. I think it's the first Green Day song with a proper chorus. <laughs> because they they the song takes off, and it has right here. You go, is this the chorus? This is the pre-chorus, and I know that seems obvious, but mm-hmm. this is one of the first Green Day songs that I think properly utilizes. The rule is like your verses should feel like choruses, your pre-choruses should feel like choruses, mm-hmm. and then bam, what the hey? When you finally get to your chorus, it just is like soaring because it's just been one on top of the other. This is so good. This is, is it just so me? Is he good. singing in like a higher register too at this point? Or? And that's the thing, dude. Yeah, he he has a good high register. Yeah, yeah. I remember Listen a good friend of mine, Christian, uh, sings a lot, and uh, he tried to sing a couple Green Day songs just because I'm so into them and we wanted to play together. And he was like having a super hard time just because Billy really sings super high in general. Billy can sing really high. Yeah. Both literally and figuratively, he, or, or pitch-wise, he's really true. He's really impressive, yeah. and I think he's using it really effectively in the song. This song, I think they've also played since. There was no official singles released from this album, mm-hmm. but they did include this on their best of like singles release. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of clear that they view this as like the single of this album. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I think it's reasonably so. Like this is obviously the standout. Yeah. Oh my God. This is this is a good one. Yeah. Um, thank you, boys, for that one. Yeah. That was going to Pasolacqua. Yeah. And and honestly, it's it's downhill from here. You should just leave now. Um, <laughs> up next, we've got sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I imagine this is just like, dude, we're sixteen. You know, that's what this song is. Yeah. Yeah. Just singing exactly. Is. Yeah. Exactly what they're going through. 
and this I, this one as I'm listening to it, I feel this is the first. I go, that's kind of more of the same. Yeah. I I would probably not. I probably wouldn't keep this one. Yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely um, a little bland. It's a little bland. Um, and like I wonder if it, was early, if it was put earlier on the album, I would feel that way. Because it it's about as good as some of the other songs. It's just you get tired of it by this point. Yeah, and you know, like you just, I just, I'm in the chorus now, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's okay. Yeah, I I don't have a lot more to say about this one, honestly. Yeah, it's, that's 16. It's all right. Yeah. Um, Let's move on. It's not the worst. It's not the best. Uh, next one might be one of the worst. This is Road to Acceptance. Yeah. All right. I, I really do not care for this song. Wow. I didn't realize you felt That's so diplomatic. strongly about it. No, I do not care. For, part, I, 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 the lyric, lyrics are very naive. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's it is written by a 16-year-old, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't want to listen to it. You don't want to listen to it? No, there's so few 16-year-olds I want to listen to. Oh, yeah. This this 16-year-old version of Billy Joe Armstrong, I'm like, okay, I'll listen to some of you, but this is not one I want to listen to. I, I don't think it's catchy. I think it's annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think there's a, there's a bass solo near the end, right, um, that I think is pretty cool, and, and I think it... Wait, I'm going to try to skip to that. Okay. I can't remember exactly where it is, but yeah, it's near the end. Oh, um, let, me, let me turn. I think I hear it. Okay. Yeah, I, I oh, really, yeah. I really enjoyed that part of it, um, and I think it it foreshadows a lot more of Mike Dern's pretty pretty sweet bass lines um, in the future. But past that, I, I'm sort of on your side. You know, it's pretty bland. The lyrics aren't that interesting. Really mm-hmm. I don't I don't like that one. Um, road to and the other thing is like road to acceptance. Like you have any answers? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Rat. Um, this next one's called Rest. This is a weird one. Yeah, this is interesting. Let me, let me get my ears on this one here. Okay. Yeah, kind of slow to start. Mm-hmm. And did you say is this Angel Blue from Uno? I was wondering that actually. I was reading the lyrics uh, a couple days ago and, and saw that Angel is in the lyrics. It's in the oh. second verse. Um, here, yeah, hold Damn, on a second. You did more research than I did. Damn, you read all these lyrics. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I often couldn't put just, up with just glaze over lyrics a little bit. I'm one of those people, I just hear the melody and I, I fixate on that. And so I thought if I you know, read them while I was listening to it, that would maybe help. Yeah, and I do think Green Day is like a lyric band in many ways. Do you think so? I actually, I actually well, kind of feel like, overall like they're more melody. Focus, but as far as rest goes, I'm gonna say this. I actually, this song grew on me, and I actually do like this as a slow moment on the album. Yeah, I think it's it's. I uh, actually, I kind of like this. Yeah, if they had maybe one or two more songs, more this style, it would break up the rest of the album a bit, a bit better, I think. So yeah, here it comes. Yeah, there's that angel. Angel. Yeah. An angel. yeah. So I was just wondering if maybe that could be the same angel and and uh, there's another song on on Uno, I believe. Yeah. Um, called Angel Blue. That's a real. That's an interesting. What a little world you live in. Where all Green Day albums are in the same universe. I like. It's that all idea. connected, man. Oh my God. It's it's all canon. <laughs> it's all canon. Oh, dude. It's it's the G D A U, the Green Day album universe. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. 
GDAU. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the song. I, I was just gonna say, I think for Green Day, it's like it's it's uh, I, it's it's like vibe. Like some people like instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Some people like lyrics. Some people like vibe. They just want a certain vibe from the music. A vibe? I feel like Green Day's yeah like huh. it's just vibe music okay. it's like chill music it's like it's just like you know yeah and i feel like uh green day are not you don't come for the instrumentation i think you come for the lyrics there's like something in the song that mm-hmm. is meaningful and then uh in vibe i do feel like there's a certain vibe when you listen to green day yeah and it's just kind of like yeah i don't know there's just a punky little feel to it yeah. it feels good i feel that I, I agree i think the instrumentation is usually not the most interesting um but i do think he's got a knack for maybe not in this album as much but um for just a super catchy melody you know especially by the time we get to to like warning and whatnot like he has mastered it i mean they could call him a fisherman because this guy's got hooks Mm. this next one is called the judge's daughter and i actually I, i like this one i'm trying to remember how i felt about this one um, I like it because it's about that if you have sex with the judge's daughter, that's that could get you in trouble. <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward so, premise, yeah. She's so fun <laughs> that uh, I just I think in the second verse, the, the second verse he has this one line that's like, um, "You're the one I wish I had, and now my girlfriend is getting mad." Like, I oh don't know. yeah, it's just kind of shitty. He's a philanderer. He's a philanderer. Yeah. Although, like, to be fair, later in the song, he's like, then my girlfriend left me on the phone. I'm pathetically left here alone. So at yeah. least, at least oh, he, gets totally. it, he gets it, you know. I, I, I like this song. I think it's, I think. There we go. It, it reminds me more of the top of the album. Uh-huh. And I like the top of the album the best. I think this is a, a late, a late uh, gift from, from Green Day. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, that's the last song on... Uh, 39 smooth. smooth. Yeah. So up next, we've got uh, the first from Slappy. The Slappy be Slappy Pappy. <laughs> Can you say Slappy Pappy? Slappy Pappy. Slappy Pappy. Uh, Slappy Pappy. And it's called Slappy Pappy. It's called Slappy Pappy. Paper Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Let's check this one out. Slappy Pappy. Now, the drums, to me, sound a little different on this one. I think they probably mic'd them a little differently because yeah. it's a little more bass, a little more of that rumble. Yeah, this this feels a little less uh, clean, maybe, than the rest of the album. Although it might be the copy I'm listening to, actually. Honestly, I'm, yeah, I'm not much into Paper Lanterns. Yeah. As I said, from here, I'm not I'm not super... There's, there's a couple I'm into. Um, not super into Paper Lanterns. Yeah. It's... This sounds it, it sounds like everything else. That's exactly yeah. I I, 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 I don't it's, I don't know if it could be improved. It just maybe is a B side, something like that. Yeah, I mean I think this could oh, just this be part. swapped out. I still out think with, about you. I do like that part. Yeah. Um I think it could be swapped okay, out with all. a bunch of other songs and you know yeah. be just as good. Here's the thing, with so many Green Day songs, there's like it's like okay, and then there's a there's a mo- there's just one little section I really love, mm-hmm. and that's uh, with that one's like I still think about you, and then I'm just like I hear that, I'm like, well maybe this song is good, yeah. fuck, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, up next is Why Do You Want Him? All right. It's 
Yeah, as you said, this is like the classic Green Day opening riff. Mm-hmm. Not even a riff. It's just he's just blasting chords. Honestly, yeah. these aren't even really riffs, but it just feels like the intro to almost every single song on this album is is pretty much identical. You know, and it, it definitely starts to wear on me at this point. Yeah, yeah, and then the and the chorus is pretty whiny as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which at this point we, we we've been listening to a sixteen year old whine for quite a bit. Yeah, We're a little, you know. Yeah, but you're right. There is where's the six? There is a guitar solo in here that's really cool. I know. How it's can... so fun to listen to Billy. I'm just gonna skip around. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I'm gonna turn that off. That is wild. So this is like the first time we really get to hear Billy really shred. Yeah. Um, and I will say, and I love, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kills it. He kills it. He's like not. A, he's I definitely a pretty good guitar. I love it, even at this age. But uh, oh yeah, and you can tell it's like he's like Rivers, where he's like raised on like classic rock, hard rock. Yeah. And his guitar style reflects that. He's very into like this a classic shredder guitar solo. Mm-hmm. But it's within this Green Day uh, little punk treacle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you're right. That is the best part of the song. Um, the rest of it, not nah. not not my super favorite. Yeah. yeah. Let's skip. Let's go to the next one. 409. 409 in your coffee maker. I'll be honest. This is probably the best one I think from these later EPs okay. on, on the album sequence. Huh. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to listen to it closer this time. I felt sort of the same way about this one. Just another, you know kind of straightforward punk song yeah I, get, I don't know this chorus maybe there's something I like about it it's kind of a fun chant chorus I like him and Mike Billy and Mike singing about getting along mm-hmm. yeah it's okay you're right hearing it now with you I feel embarrassed to go to bat for it you're right. it's okay I'm gonna save my go to bat points for something else when I, when I really need it. Uh, should we hit up this next one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, why not? It's this one I really like, and it's a cover. Mm-hmm. It's Operation Ivy cover. Yeah. And this is Knowledge. I um, yeah, I, I totally dig this one as well. I've never really is, listened to much Operation Ivy actually. Otherwise, have you? Um, Operation Operation I and I uh, Operation Ivy and I go back a while. Oh. Um, but the to make a. Yeah, you know, I, I really dug them, but if I'm being honest, I have not listened to them much, and I'm probably in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's cool to be like, yeah, no, yes, because I know their name's important to know. But again, I'm an American Idiot era Green Day fan, mm-hmm. so don't expect a lot from me when it comes to real punk fans. <laughs> to me, this is a, the original punk album to me. This is third nice movie. This is just fun. I think it's fun to hear the boys... Those GD boys have fun. Yeah, I agree. And they uh, get a show off their sense of humor, even though it's not their song. Mm-hmm. The production style, the way Billy, the way the whole band are singing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want more of this from Green Day now. Exactly. Or at least a little a little bit of both, you know. Find a happy medium. Okay, cool. So that's Knowledge. That's Operation Ivy. Check out the Green Day version. Check out the original. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just a fun song overall. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, we're in the home stretch, people. You've been so good. You've been so good. <laughs> so um, patient with this, us. So patient with us in our bullshit. Mm-hmm. A thousand hours EP now this is the home stretch. This is called a thousand hours. Mm-hmm. 
This is Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast, by the way. Talk about redundant. This, song? this intro is, again, super yeah, dude, redundant. Speaking of redundant, no shit. Jesus. I don't but, like this song. <laughs> yeah, I think the instrumentals are super boring on this. But I think the lyrics are kind of sweet, honestly. Like, let me look them up again. What is the message I would spend a thousand hours with you? Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of, like, sort of flowery imagery. And, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the part where he actually says. The part where him and Mike harmonize, I think, is really nice. Mm -hmm. The the chorus. I think that's the highlight for me. Let's see. Nothing's more than what our love is for. As I kiss your cheek, oh so softly, hands flowing down my back. One thousand hours, I'll never leave. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of straightforward. Wait, like, so is he saying you've got a thousand hours, stuff. and after that, like we're done? <laughs> I suppose. Like, yeah, you like could let's look at it let's way. let's clown around for a thousand hours. After that, <laughs> I am outie, baby. Uh, I'm done. Or maybe they've already endured a thousand hours. Maybe that's. Endured. Oh, that was a re- fancy not relationship. There, yeah. Oh dear. I'm Prince, not totally I've sure. endured Prince Charming for a thousand <laughs> hours. Uh, this next one's called Dry Ice. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. And yep. This sounds. This is a little Who-ish. This intro. You can definitely hear, feel some classic rock in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, these GD guys. And again, it is, I like it. It's fun, the chant singing with Mike and Billy just yelling out. And again, I feel like these lyrics are, are a bit sweeter. I wonder if when Billy wrote this, this EP, he was in a not-as-lovelorn place. Because I feel like most of his songs from this era are very, like, you know... This is before he was cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Like, this yeah. is when he was happily in a relationship, you know? Because yeah. at least these first two songs in this EP just strike me as a little, like, lyric-wise... A little, uh, you know, sweeter. just happy, happier with where he's at, and yeah, sweeter. Happy Billy. Hi, everybody. I'm Happy Billy. <laughs> I write these love songs. Let's check out this next one, see if it's a happy love song. This is called uh, Only of You. Oh, this one's a little angrier. Yeah. This one, yeah, this is a little bit more of a driving punk like intro. Mm hmm. But yeah, essentially the same four chords. Uh, yeah. You know, the melody is pretty... Now that I'm listening to it again, it's, it's kind of catchy. No. No? I had to stop talking when he started singing, and I was like, damn, you know what? This is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, you heard me. I lost my train of thought, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's this fucking rules. Good, yeah. <laughs> The first time I was with this, I was like, eh, just another of the same old songs. He's like, you know what? I'm really digging it this time around. This guy could diddle my fiddle anytime. Oh, this isn't yeah. bad. Absolutely. That's only a view. We get a quick turnaround on that one. <laughs> um, this next one's the one I want. Mm-hmm. And this is written by Dirt and Armstrong. Oh, I didn't realize that. This one to me is very 15, 16. Yeah. 
100%. And, and again, like, I've said this a million times, I feel like, this episode, but it just feels really bland. Yeah. You know? Well, this one, it's like, yeah, it's same guitar, same shit, and, the, like, the, it, the chorus doesn't really make you want to stick around mm-hmm. for the rest of it. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of these, it's like the verse is the exact same as every other one, but in the chorus has a little something that'll make me want to listen to the whole thing because it's, yeah. it's catchy enough. But but in this one, no, yeah. it, it just feels no. like another verse, really. You are the one I want. No, no. Yeah, yeah, not no, it. not sold. Yeah, yeah. And then that's that is the last of the official EP track, mm-hmm. and then essentially uh, the last. Um, song on the album version I Want to Be Alone was added yeah and do you know the story on that is it is it a it was it a single beforehand on its own or what's the deal I think it was just yeah it was it would have been their next single Mm -hmm. and I think the idea was even then if you are a Green Day fan and you because this is still on an independent record label Mm -hmm. this isn't big times by any means yet if you had all of Green Day's EPs Mm -hmm. but if you buy this album you get a song that you don't have okay yeah you know so yeah. i feel like it's kind of and they'll do that on best of cds for super the, fans the, the, to are, get yeah one they'll song release they one new song or something way. yeah but this is i want to be alone here we go and uh, yeah I, I i see you kind of said more of the same i feel the same yeah uh, i don't think it really adds anything that was missing it's I think it's better than some... I remember this one more than a lot of the other ones. I could hum this. Mm-hmm. I think the verse is kind of recognizable, but... Yeah, let's get to the chorus and see what happens. I, I, yeah, I yeah, I'm trying to find the it's chorus. It's okay, honestly. I mean, again, I could like see the being in really high school, skipping prom, mm-hmm. and being all dressed up with your date and driving to like the local quarry and racing cars and listening to this on the way. <laughs> oh man, that's an image, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. definitely see that. I, I lock myself inside my room, I want to be alone. It is like there's a very, it's very useful. Yeah, it's exactly what you'd expect for It's like anyone who is over the age of like 18 is <laughs> like, go outside or what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drive away. Uh, what's the issue? Yeah. yeah. Very angsty, too. Like, to hell with yeah. your helping hand. Why don't you just leave me alone? This conflict yeah. is my own. That's yeah. I want to be alone. I'm, I'm good on that. Yeah. Um, Meh. So that's the first album. That's 1,039 smoothed out slappy hours. And, uh... It's a collection of extended plays made into Green Day's first album. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what else there is to say about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I said at the start, and I'll say it again, I think it could have just stayed just 39 smooth. And uh, I'm with you. you I'm know, with you. I, I, would, I would like that more overall. What would you... What would you I think we kind of talked about what we really liked. Yeah. What would you cut? What um, would you... What were, like, if you cut specifically three, three on 39 songs, smooth? Or just or in on general. any of them. On any yeah, of what them? just sucks? Gosh. What sucks here? I mean, welcome to Redundant, the original <laughs> Green Day What Sucks podcast. We're going to talk about what sucks. Damn, I feel we're like talk we're about talking good. a lot more shit than than we intended to. Because no, I mean, no, no, really, no. I just love Green Day, and and I just didn't mean to be so deprecating. But these are my GD guys. I think we both agree with this. You, you, 
you can't talk shit on him because he's not your drunk uncle. Exactly. I get to because exactly. he's my family. He's my. I get to be worried about him, and I get to also critique him when I think he's not mm-hmm. being his best self. But you, who who made fun of him his whole life and don't even know him, my uncle Green Day, my friend Green Day, you don't get to make fun of him. He's a toilet. He's a toilet, but he, he's he's my toilet. Wow, that was more aggressive than anything <laughs> I said. Oh my gosh. Jesus. Christ. I was I was I was uh using a LA. He was a... my uncle. He was my friend. He was a human being and suddenly he's a toilet. <laughs> Jesus, take a shit in me. Uh, my lord. Made me think of of how people talk about LA in general, you know. Like I feel like LA gets a lot of shit, but uh well, I feel like Seattle gets a lot of shit. Oh, no, oh. oh I was Jeez. just gonna say, unreasonably you're, so. Like LA, you're, LA you're, has you know. I, like, I don't like this side of you. Oh shit! Okay, you're being nasty. I am so sorry. First, you call Green Day a toilet, and then you say no one likes Los Angeles. <laughs> it's true. People talk shit about LA all the time, but I was just gonna defend it. You though, don't even. You, know? you don't even like me. Oh god. Oh god. This has gone way too far. So um, I would cut Road to Acceptance yeah. in a heartbeat. I would I would shank it in a, like <laughs> a Shanghai prison. Jeez, I yeah I, I, I was surprised to hear would that. Cut it. I don't I don't love it, but I don't think it's you know any worse really than than most of the songs okay. on this. Yeah, Paper Lanterns could be cut. I think. Yeah. Um, Why do you want him? Maybe I, as well. Yeah, I think that could be cut. Four oh nine. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Knowledge, uh, knowledge. like Gotta you said, knowledge. that that could be that could be a really good closer on on it on a finished album. Like if you just threw that on the end of Thirty Nine Smooth, I'd be into that. Uh, and then honestly, I would I would cut most of a thousand hours. Yeah, there's I, not a lot there. I want to keep. I it think all. I would probably cut the entire thing. I might um, cut the rest. It's fine. I really think if you haven't heard it, you should check it out. Mm-hmm. It's. Well, at least it's, if you're I, I already think, a Green Day uh, aficionado yeah. to some degree, you know. And I think even if you are someone who thinks they like punk music, alternative music, and it would turn your nose up at this, I think you should give it a shot because there are some surprise. Like even if you don't love the whole album, there are some fantastic songs on there. Certainly enough to blow your freaking load all over, bro. They're really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when it's bad, it's it's meh. But yeah. when it's good, I think it's really good. And I think if you really appreciate later Green Day, you would just love to see, you know, how they started too. Because oh, because I think yeah, you yeah. can you can hear so much of what they like turn into on this album. And it's, I would love to hear K Rock play some down. of these songs. Not hear Dookie. Who? I'd love to throw a K Rock the the uh, our rock radio station here. Oh, they always oh. play old Green Day. I'd love to hear them actually play some really old Green Day yeah, and play some yeah. of these. Some going, going to Pasolacqua, yeah. Would would be awesome, um, yeah. Because people would dig it for sure. It's catchy as, mm-hmm. as all as all get out. Uh, I will say I'm very excited for next week. It's Kerplunk. I love. It's their Kerplunk. second album. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's I I mean it is the rightful heir. I think it is a, a, one of the better Green Day albums mm-hmm. all all time. Yeah, one hundred percent underrated as hell. Underrated as hell. I have the pin, the Kerplunk pin on my guitar strap. I love this album. Oh yeah. Um, I'm very excited, uh, and I think the girl on the cover is very. She's a very sexy girl. <laughs> that's what I have to say. Um, uh, and uh, I think that's going to be it this week for redundant. Say it with me now. The, the totally, totally original, original Green, Green Day, Day podcast. podcast. Oh, nailed it with our in sync. We're like Mike, Billy, and Mike. We're so in sync. Um, 
And so that's it, friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you did, share if you can, if you like mm-hmm. Green Day. Um, if you don't like Green Day, share. And maybe people will enjoy... People, I know people enjoy hating on Green Day. Mm, that that's is, a pastime I know exists. fact, yeah. Maybe more than they like Green Day. Thank you. Maybe they just want to listen and shit on two idiots like who like Green Day, mm-hmm. but also have some valid criticisms. That yeah. could be fun, too. Who knows? Um, so at the end of the day, I'm just going to have to say, Slappy Pappy! Um... <laughs> And uh, hey, man, it's been Very something well. unpredictable. Yeah. But in the end, it's right. And Colin? I'm, I hope you have the time of your life. God bless. All right, folks. Thanks so much. Farewell. Bye,